The word of God is given to us to feed on. We at Deliverance Assemblies of God Church located at Kotobabi behind Ebony Hotel in Accra use this channel to come your way with the unadulterated word of God. Be blessed as you listen. We'll go to Romans 8, And then we'll refer to other scriptures. Isaiah 63 verse 9 from the NIV. It says, in all their distress, he too was distressed. And the angel of his presence saved them. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10 says, Tell the righteous it will be well with them. For they will enjoy the fruit of their deeds. If you are righteous sitting down here, if you are a true child of God, turn to the person at your right and left. Tell each other, it is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. According to the word of God, it is well. I am speaking this morning on the team. Command and demand for your victory or concede and settle for your defeat. Command and demand for your victory or concede and settle for your defeat. Difficult times or seasons can become a major stepping stone or springboard for your next level or major sliding board for your permanent defeat. So it can become a stepping stone or a springboard for your next level or it can become a major sliding board for your permanent defeat. Difficult times are meant to reveal the loving, caring, providence nature of God. Difficult times come to manifest the glory of God. Difficult or challenging times are not meant to destroy us. Why the devil aims at using difficult and challenging times to destroy our faith in God. Cut us away from God. Or give us a negative and painful nature of God. God uses difficult and challenging times to show forth 
His goodness, His mercy, and His glory. If you are clapping, you clap for the Lord. Let me repeat that again. Whilst the devil aims at using difficult and challenging times to destroy our faith in God, to cut us away from God, to give us a negative and painful nature of God, God also uses difficult and challenging times to show forth his goodness, his mercy, and his glory. I said during this time, you are going to experience the goodness of God. You are going to experience the mercies of God. You are going to experience the grace of God. You are going to experience the favor of God. You are going to experience the glory of God. Never surrender to difficult and challenging times. I say never surrender to difficult and challenging times. Rather, let difficult and challenging times humble us to draw closer to God through his word through prayer through righteousness through service and through sacrifice look don't let difficult times defeat you look difficult times will never cease they are part of God's plan to build your faith, to build your character. I'm telling you, difficult times will never end. Here on earth, when I was carrying my special there is some special drink I drink. It's not just water. And it's, not, it's not ordinary drink. It's more boy saw me at the top and said, Oh, Pastor, can I carry it for you? Why did you leave it down? Why are you holding it? Then I look at him. I said, thank you. Then I said, we are on earth. We are not yet in heaven. If it is heaven, I can leave it anywhere. And when I come back, it will still be safe. But here on earth, I will carry it along. Jeremiah 17 says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Look, somebody can be smiling with you. But that smile has a different meaning. <laughs> Here on earth, 
I won't leave it with anybody. I will carry it. Here on earth. We are not yet in heaven. Oh. Why did you leave your car doors open? Because this is a prayer church. The power of God is here. Leave it open. When you go there, you won't do that again. By heaven. The doors in heaven, they don't have keys. Because people enter to big things, they don't go there. You know, I was praying, I think uh, one of the days, I mean last week, I Some two pastors' wives came to visit me. And when they were leaving my office, they said, we have entered America in Ghana. This is your office is America in Ghana. I said, thank you. After I saw them off, I decided to go and stand on the gallery and begin to pray. As I was praying, then I heard the spirit praying through me. Command and demand. Command and demand. So I started saying, I command and I demand. But in my natural mind, I was saying, so what does it mean? Command and demand. Then the Holy Spirit answered me. Command and demand that this project must be completed. Command and demand that this project must be completed on time. Speak to the project. And I began to do so. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, here on earth, it is your responsibility to become what you want to become. To be where you want to be. How you want your life to be. The things you want to achieve here on earth, it is no longer God's responsibility. It is your responsibility. He said, command and demand. Or concede and settle and be defeated. And I said, consider you can never overcome that challenge. Consider you can never be anybody. Because of your family background. Because of the situation around you. Oh, I cannot. He said, if you like, concede, agree with it, and settle with it, and you will be defeated permanently. But when you command and demand on the basis of Psalm 115, Verse 16. Psalm 115, verse 16. He said, The highest heaven 
belong to the Lord. But the earth he has given to mankind who built America? When they see America, who built Europe? When they see us in Europe, Krono. who can answer me? Who, who, who built America? Who built America? Human beings. Did God come down from heaven no. to build America? No. Ah. Look, your life is you. In partnership with God. Your life is you. In partnership with God. Stop blaming people. For many years in my life, I've never blamed anybody. When I got to understand some of these truths, even though sometimes I know that people have caused me, but I don't blame people. This morning when we were coming to church, I was discussing with a lady pastor. And we were discussing, we talk a lot, we are friends. In fact, communication is one of our powerful this, we communicate. We are, we are, we are really, to, we communicate. We talk. One of the things we were talking, we said, look, here it is all about you. Wow. It is all about you. Not about any person. Look, even if your husband should say you are a foolish woman, it is all about you. The way you react. If you don't say anything, when you smile, it's all about you. But when you also say, Look at the person telling me I'm foolish. Look at the head that is telling me I'm foolish. Look at the ears that is telling me I'm foolish. Why didn't I look at this head before I married? Why didn't I watch this ears before I married? Look at the nose that is... Look, when you do that... You don't know. When you do that... What say, Asemnu? You spoil the matter. Look, it is all about you. Turn to the person by you and say, it is all about you. Look, things can happen. Your husband can offend you. Your wife can offend you. Your brother can offend you. Your sister can offend you. It is all about you. That is what it is in this world. Sometimes I laugh at people who leave church. Oh, this church is like this. Oh, this church is like this. Go to another one. If it is not God leading you out, stay wherever you are. Because after you have left to another one, why human beings are. Unless why you are going are angels. But if they are human beings here on earth. 
That's why some men look at their wives. And then when a lady who is single is just playing around them, they, they think that their wives are nobody. Go after that lady. And then you see something. Beloved, I don't know. In difficult times, we should never surrender to the challenges around us. Rather, we should let difficult times humble us to draw closer to God. Number one, through prayer. Number two, through his word. Number three, through righteousness. Number four, through service. Number five, through sacrifice. Let these challenging times also cause us to amend our ways and examine our ways. Recently, we started doing some, some research. And I begin to tell my pastor friends, don't die for your church members. Especially when you are doing all you can. Because you don't know your members. Sometimes the people you are dying for, when they talk and you know how they think, you know how they live. When you get to know their inner life, you will regret that you have had sleepless nights. You will regret. Look, you are yourself. The delay in your life is you. The poverty in your life is you. Whatever it is, it is you. Stop blaming God. Stop blaming the church. Stop blaming the pastor. Stop going around. The solution is in this book. If you can read or write. And if only you have ears to hear. Even if you cannot read and write. I heard a story about somebody. And I say, oh, I see. see. I now see. You know, when people come to you, what they tell you is not the thing. They tell you what you want, you should hear. But the real thing they will not tell you. The scriptures we read in Isaiah 3 verse 9 it says in their distress 
am also distressed. In their difficulty, I am also in it. How my children are feeling, I also feel the same. This should be an encouraging word for somebody. If God feels the way you feel, that should be an encouragement to you. That's why David said in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You see, when you know God is with you, you shouldn't shake. But most of the time, the devil would defocus you. Take your attention from God and magnify the challenge. Magnify the issues of life. How am I going to get out of this trouble? How am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to do this? How am I going to eat? How am I going to... I remember some years ago, one of our brothers lost a father. Okay, sir. Papa, he lost the father. And then I was supposed to go and bury. And then when I was there at the graveside, this man who is at a marriageable life, a marriageable age, he was crying. Now, when I'll be share me? When I'll be share me? Papa, when I'll be share me? Who came for me? Who came for me? I Who came like, for me? I felt like knocking his head. Ah! A marriageable man like you. You are crying at your old man's grave. When I'll be share me? When I'll be share me? Who came for you? Who came for you? Your father will get up and come and come for you. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. They are the righteous. They are the righteous. It will be well with them. It will be well with them. Look, I say your case is different. I say your case is different. Our case is different. The Bible said that it shall be well. Look, my wife does it. People don't know this because most of the time I pray in the night. From 12 o'clock to 4 a.m. 12 to 4. 12 to 4. 12 to 4. When I wake up to pray, nobody knows what I do. But today I'm telling you, my wife, I will go and stand my car where they put the petrol, where they, they, they fill the tank. I'll go and touch the tank. I say, this tank will always be full. Will always be full. Will always be full. I have never shot petrol. Last week when I went to fill my tank, 
When I said, fill the tank, the lady was looking at me. I said, fill the tank. She was still looking. I said, hey, you don't hear? Said, me feeling. Super. I said, yes, yeah, super. Then I said, but why are you looking at me? He said, three people came here right now who have been feeling. But now when they came, they said, give me two. Give me three. One said, give me one. So when you say feel, I, I, I thought I didn't hear well. I said, fill my tongue. Fill my tongue. Even if Petro will go to 1,000 cities, so I will fill my tongue. You will fill your 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 tongue. Your food will never change. Your sleeping place will never change. Your life will become better and better. Hallelujah. Don't allow these challenging times to defeat you and to destroy you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose in all things in all things look there is something good in this situation look during this time is somebody's time is somebody's time I say is somebody's time Look, I see here. Corona, Corona changed people's lives. Those of you who took the word of God during Corona time. Sometimes when I stand here, when we are saying this to you, think it is only we. No, we are under inspiration most of the time. When I said, this Corona time, this is somebody's season. One of my friends has a school. The year 2021, Corona. During the end, I think November, when we started church, she said, Pastor, can you visit me? I say, I can't. Please try. So, January I visited. And when I visited, I said, ah. But, oh, you are building this, this class. Why, why did you get money? Because only this side was there. She said, I remember. When I call you, you told me, my sister, this Corona time is your time. It's your time. It's your time. She said, she has been thinking of expanding her school. But she doesn't have money. When she goes for loan, they were not giving her loan. And this corona came in. And she felt shattered. 
One day she was in the room crying. When she heard the horn. So the girls around who were with her went and opened it. Because she lives on the school compounds. A couple drove him. Whose children were attending the school. The couple said, Madam, myself and what? You see, you didn't say it well. The couple said, Madam. Myself and my husband. The woman spoke, Myself and my husband. We have been thinking. Yeah, of adding some classrooms. But we have never told you. But now, we are coming to add six classrooms. We want to build six classrooms. Look, some of you, I see you I say this is your time. You see, we, we allow economic situation and politics systems to, to settle us for less. Look, let's see what God said. In Genesis, I want to give you six examples. Number one, Genesis, Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. Genesis 15 1. When Abraham was Facing the challenge of undue delay. Delay to the fulfillment of God's promise to him in Genesis 12. Delay! Then Genesis 51. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the Do not be afraid. Abraham, Abraham, I am your shield. Your very great reward. Please continue, continue. Verse 2. But Abraham says, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, You have given me no, no children. So a servant in my household will be my head. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This man will not be your head. But a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your head. Amen? Amen. This man will not be God said to Abraham, Abraham, even though there is a delay, I am still watching over my way. I am still watching over my way. I am still watching over my way. And when you read through, God entered into covenant with Abraham. And as you read, 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 one day, Sarah became pregnant. Number two in Genesis 26. Verse 1 to 5. 
and verse 12 to 25. What God said to Isaac in the days of famine in Gera, when everybody was fleeing, Isaac also wanted to go down to Israel. But God said to Isaac, now there was a famine in the land beside the previous famine in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while. And I will be with you. And will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed. Verse 5. Underline it if it's your Bible. Because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him keeping my commands, my decrees and my instructions. God said to Isaac, your case is different. Because you have a reference point. Your father obeyed me. Your father was in covenant with me. And during this time, I have remembered your father's covenant. And so your case is different. Why others are running away? Isaac. Your case is different. Stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here. Do you know that you are also a seed of Abraham? Do you know that you are the seed of Abraham? This scripture is also yours. Because Galatians chapter 3, verse 29 says, If any man, any person be in Christ, he or she is the seed of Abraham. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And hence, according to the promise, say, I am also the seed of Abraham. Say, I am also the seed of Abraham. Say, I am also the seed of Abraham. So what worked for Isaac, what worked for Israel, must also work for me. Must also work for me. Must also work for me. Must also work Work for me. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not only the seed of Abraham. You are the seed of Jesus Christ. When God remembers the cry of Jesus on the cross. When God remembers the words, it is finished. When God remembers, it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. Look, your case is finished. Your case is settled. Your dream is finished. Your dream is settled. Your destiny is finished. Your destiny is settled. Do you know something? All this, your amen, your amen. Oh, amen, amen, okay. I hope it is not just coming from your head. <laughs> Do 
Because people will say amen right now. Now, and when they leave this place, they go and put their hands on the head. Now they say we're going to so and begin to cry. When When I nearly knock his head. A whole man like you. Who came for me? You are not even a lady. If you are a lady, look. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. And the Lord said, He said, Is there is anything too hard for the Lord? When you go to Jeremiah 32, 27, is the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard Number four, in 2 Kings chapter 3. When King Joram of Israel, Joram, Joram, the son of Ahab, was one time the king of Israel. Israel had fallen into apostasy. They have backslided. And the God allowed the king of Moab to come and attack them. That time, Jehoshaphat was the righteous king of Judah. At that time, Israel were divided. Ten nations were called Israel. And took Ten tribes were called Israel. And the tribe of Benjamin and the other one were called Judah. And so now Joram contacted Jehoshaphat. Please, can you come and help me to fight him? King Jehoshaphat, oh yes, we are together. But then, let's... Let us consult a man of God. Can we, can, can we have, is there any prophet of the Lord in this land that we can consult? Then one of the officers of the king of Israel said, oh, yes. Elisha, the son of Shepard, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah, meaning that he used to serve Elijah. Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So these two kings went to Elisha. When Elisha saw them, he said to King Joram, he said, had it not been by the presence of Jehoshaphat, listen to me, be careful who you walk with. I am telling you, the influence the person carries, the presence the person carries, some of you, if you were not to be in this church, you would have died. Because I carry until death anointing. When you are with me, you don't die. You don't die. You look. 
I know a family that are so connected to me. Look, the great-grandmother is still there. The grandmother is there. The mother is there. Do you know how old is the mother? The mother is 75 years old. That's the mother. So I will tell you how old the, the grandmother is. How old the grandmother is. They are so connected. They are not members of but they are so connected. Almost every week, I will get a call from any of them. I don't call. Me, I'm very, uh, calling is a problem. My, my wife is the one who calls. That's why I don't call you. I, calling is difficult, for, but I can pick. As for picking calls, I... But to call. It's difficult for me. Because I am doing so many things. My head is like New York City. Filled with New York many activities. Strategizing prayers. Doing all kinds of and you know, the great grandmother is, is walking without stick. The grandmother is walking without stick. The mother is walking without stick. They all belong to Methodist Church. That's the grace I carry. When you are nobody, so you get connected to me. Now the home you become somebody. Now you become somebody. If you can't see it, see how this area was before I came. Just, just, just look at the area, how it was when I came here. Look at the revival God has brought. It is because of the anointing that that person carries. So know who you align yourself with. Elisha said, had it not been for you, King Jehoshaphat, I won't mind Joram. But now bring me a harp. As he was playing in the Old Testament, that was how they aroused the Spirit of God. That is why we start everything with praise and worship. We are stirring the atmosphere for the presence of God to descend. And as he was playing the harp, the spirit of the Lord fell. He said, that says the Lord. King Jehoshaphat, go and dig ditches. Is it not water you want? You want water, is that not it? You will hear the sound of no wind, no rain, but by tomorrow morning, the ditches you have dug will be filled with water. In verse 18 of 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 18 says, this is an easy thing in the 
eyes of the Lord, he will also deliver Moab into your hands. Look, your problem is an easy thing. I said that problem, that challenge, that battle you are fighting is just an easy thing. You want a child. Unfortunately, your messes, your 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 have ceased. It is an easy thing. It is still an easy thing. It is still an easy thing for the law. And the Bible says in verse twenty. Let's look at verse twenty. The next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, there it was. There it was. There it was. There it was. Water flowing from the direction of Edom. And the land was filled with water. One of these days, you are going to rise up from bed into your testimony. You are going to rise up into your, mir- into your miracle. You are going to rise up into your breakthrough, into your open door. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Beloved, your life is yours. I'm telling you. Stop crying, oh. And command the word of God. Look, when God said to Adam, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky. And over every living creature that moves on the ground. Do you know this verse? Genesis 1.28. It is equivalent to John chapter 19 verse 30. John 19.30. After Jesus has taken the drink. He said. It is finished. It is finished. Do you know what God said to Adam? Adam. Adam. I've created the heavens and the earth for you. I've created all these animals. You are the one who defined them. You are the one who defined how they should be. The role they should play. Adam, I have finished. The rest is your responsibility. Whatever you want to do with the sun I've given to you, with the moon I've given to you, with the earth I've given to you, Adam, I have finished. I have finished. The rest is your responsibility. Look, God has finished. God, some years I used to preach in Kumasi every, every July, one of the churches. I myself just stopped. And Sunday to Sunday. So, Saturday, there is a junior pastor who drives me around. So, one day we, we went to some part of Kumasi. I don't know Kumasi. And I just, I said, 
Yes, my brother. Uh, what about your marriage? Don't you want to marry so? Oh, when the time comes, God himself. I say, hey. I say, hey. When the time comes, God himself. What? You say, God himself. God himself. I say, let me tell you. God doesn't know whether you want to marry or not. He doesn't know. That one. I know the is you in partnership with God. You have to tell God I want to marry. Prepare a woman by the design, how you have designed me. And help me to meet that woman. He was quiet. We were in traffic. I saw that his countenance has changed. Later when I got back to Accra, he called me to thank me. Thank God that he is now married to a very wonderful lady. They are having children. Some of you are like that. He said, when it comes, when the time comes, oh, what will happen will happen. Some of, you, some of you two are watching with your eyes. The lady with high hips. Heavy, heavy hips. The one with succulent breast. The breast that you can put your head on like a pillow. Like a pillow. You are looking physical. You are not looking into the spirit. The spirit that the person carries. The spirit of the person. Heavy breasted. Carry serpent spirit. The breast will turn into a serpent. And bite you when you put your head on it. That's what our youth are doing today. Some of you sitting here. That's your problem. You are looking to my face. You won't marry. I'm telling you. It will be difficult for some of you to marry. Because you are not positioning yourself. Look, I am not saying that some physical features don't matter. They matter. But the first is the spirit in the person. The spirit that controls the person. The spirit that controls the person. That is what is going to control the marriage. Look, in my 35 years of full-time ministry, I have heard things. I have sat on issues. Look, when I sat before this man and this woman, and if you see the woman that the man want to divorce physically, honestly, in my head, I was saying this man is a foolish man. If you see beauty, if you see form, but you know something? I was just admiring the outside. I haven't actually seen the inside. 
So maybe the man has seen something inside. Look, when you identify the spirit of a person, all the beautiful, the beautiful features will disappear. Discover the spirit first before you can marry. In John chapter, chapter 2, verse 1 to 11, the first miracle that Jesus performed at the wedding of Cana, when the wine had got finished, and Jesus' mother went to him, he said, my time has not yet come. Then Jesus' mother told the disciples, in John chapter 2 verse 5, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Then when his time has come, Say, fill the containers with water. Fetch and go and give it to the master of ceremonies. The Bible said that after tasting, he said, Ah, why have you kept the best? Verse 11 says, That was how God glorified his name. You see, God will allow situations where he will manifest his glory. The same is found in John chapter 11. At the death of uh, uh, Lazarus. When they sent a message that your friend Lazarus is dead, Jesus said, or oh, he's sick. He said, this sickness will not result in death. But it is so that the glory of God will be revealed. Son and daughter of God it is time for you and I to know that in difficult times it's a time that God wants to reveal his glory. But what is your responsibility? Command the word of God into situations. Demand a turnaround. Pray more. Don't settle for less. That was why Job said in Job chapter 19 verse 25 to 26 Job 19, 25 to 26 say, I know my redeemer liveth. And that in the end he will stand I mean, on the earth. After my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, I will see God. Did Job see God? Yes. Did Job really see God? Yes. Did God stand up for Job? Yes. And again, Job said in John chapter 20, sorry, Job 22, verse 28 and 29. Job 22, 28 and 29. He shall decree a thing and he shall be established. When men are cast down, that will say, there is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. In this time, is the lifting up for somebody here. I say, in this time, this is your season of lifting. I say, this is your season of lifting. 
You may ask how. You are right. But the how does not belong to you. The how belongs to the Holy Spirit. The how belongs to the Holy Spirit. Mary asked Angel Gabriel. You are saying that I, a virgin, who become pregnant? How? Gabriel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon the power of the most high will overshadow Look, the how is not yours. The how is the Holy Spirit. Mary said, I am God's handmaid. Let it happen. When Mary left there, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth to tell Elizabeth how she has had angelic encounter. Mary didn't know that pregnancy has already taken place. But when she got to Elizabeth, who was six months pregnant of John the Baptist, John the Baptist saluted Jesus. The baby in Elizabeth who started turning, that was the salute the genius salutes the senior. And that was when Elizabeth prophesied. You are the most blessed among women. For what you are carrying. That was the day Mary got to know that she was already pregnant. Listen to me. Some of you. Your miracle has already started. Your testimony has already started. Your dinero has already started. It has already started. But you are not aware. This morning, a couple came to my office to present a seed for me to pray for them. When I opened my mouth, I heard myself saying, there is no timeline in the realms of the spirit. In the spiritual realm, there is no 2022, 2023, 2024. There is no Monday. There is no Tuesday. There is no Wednesday. There is no morning. There is no evening. In the spiritual realm, it is one day. There is no day and light. So once the thing is approved, in the realms of the spirit, it must manifest here on earth. Don't sit down and don't sleep. Continue to command and demand that what heaven has approved must show up immediately. Must show up quickly. Hallelujah. You know the centurion who went to Jesus who said that Jesus should be called to come and pray for the servant. Later, he sent a message in Matthew chapter 8 from verse, from verse 5 to 22. He said, Jesus doesn't need to come here. Tell him to speak the word. Just say the word. Say the word. Say the word. Just release the word. What about the centurion woman? Now, Who went to Jesus? Huh? 
Canaanite Canaanite woman. Sorry, the Canaanite woman. Who My daughter is sick. Jesus said, we don't give the bread of children to dogs. But the woman persisted. Even dogs, they eat the grams. Jesus said, wow. Yes, he said, hey. In the whole of Israel, I've never seen such faith. Go. Go. Your daughter is well. The Bible said that at that very moment, at that very moment, at that very moment, at that very moment, I declare to somebody here, your miracle is already with you. I said that miracle is already with you. Your testimony is already with you. That breakthrough is already with you. That dream is already real. Your healing is already real. Your deliverance is already real. It is already real. Look, only here we have days, so once the thing is approved in heaven it must manifest it must manifest it must manifest some of you do know the prayers you are praying do you know what God is asking the angels in the 24 elders what is he praying what is he praying I don't know what? But that prayer. Now, some prayer no. ah, that prayer has been released. Ah, Twenty years ago. What is the angel who sent the answer? Now, What is the angel? The heavens start looking for the angel. When they are not finding the angel, do you know the angel has been detained? like Gabriel was detained so the angel has been detained by some principalities and powers because the person who prayed has prayed and prayed and he is tired he is tired or she is tired she might have even left the church she might have even stopped worshiping God let me tell you the key is perseverance the key is persistency anything you persist anything which you persevere is a matter of time you will see it becoming real you will see it becoming real you will see it becoming real. You will see it becoming real. I say persevere. Don't give up. Because the answer has already been released. Rise up with me right now. Say my God is able. 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 Say my Father you are able. I say you are able. You are able. You are able. Yeah, 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 yeah. That declare you are able. 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 You are able.
Lord, you are able. Lord, you are able. Lord, you are able. Lord, you are able. Yes, you are able. Yes, you are able. You are able. You are able. Yes, you are able. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say, my father, my father. My father, my father. You are the God that is able. You are the God that is able. You have done it before. You have done it before. You can do it again. You can do it again. You can do it again in my life. Declare, declare, declare. You can do it again. 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 Yes, oh God, you can do it again. You have done it before. 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 You can do it again. You can do it again. In Jesus' name, say, My Father in heaven, my Father in heaven, you are able, you are able. You have done it before. You have done it before. You can do it again. You can do it again. So do it now. So do it now. Right now, right now, right now. As I clap my hands, clap your hands right now. Now go do it right now. Right now, right now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. You have done it before. You have done it before. Do it now. 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 I want the deacons to surround the communion right now, please. Listen to this carefully. The number one person that the devil and his agents fear so much, they never play around. They are extremely careful. A persistent person. Someone who is persistent in prayer. 
Persistent and consistent. In prayer. In the word. In service. In sacrifice. Especially. When the person is doing something. And nothing is changing. But the person continues. The person will not give up. Do you know what is coming for that person? Avalanche of blessing. Avalanche. 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 And it becomes generational. It becomes generational. Avalanche. Look, you are a painter, you are not saying anything. You are in covenant. You are faithful. You are doing this. But nothing so much is changing. God has already decided. Look, he has already settled it. He's only waiting for some one or two things around you. I'm telling you. He's only waiting for some one or two things around you. Avalanche. Avalanche of blessing is coming. Like Moses told the Israelites. Be still. For the Egyptians to see. You will never see them again. 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 I say to somebody here. Don't give up. I say persevere. Be persistent and consistent. Look, the devil will be telling you. But nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Tell the devil, it has already been approved in heaven. The thing is hanging in the atmosphere. Your power cannot continue to hold it. Let the forces that are holding it, let their powers be terminated right now. Thank you for listening to today's word. We believe that you have been impacted greatly. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to give your life to Christ, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you came to do for me. Your life for mine, my sin for your righteousness. I believe that you are the Son of God sent to die for me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your grace towards me. Amen. Beloved, if you have said this prayer, you are now a child of God. Welcome to God's heavenly family. You can send us an email on deliveranceagdh at gmail.com. We would be glad to assist you and help you grow in the Lord. Thank you. Till next time, keep living the glorious life in Christ.